0: The first atomic bomb was dropped on Hiroshima.
1: All the humanity! The
0: fires of frustration and discord are burning. In Let every us city. not
1: forget for a moment the toils and efforts that lie ahead. They say that those who forget their history are condemned to repeat it. This is the History Lessons podcast with certified financial planning practitioner Patrick Huey, author. Of History Lessons for the Modern Investor and your guide to financial wisdom in the past, present, and future. You ready? Good. Let's get historical.
0: Historical indeed. This is the History Lessons podcast for the week of October the 2nd, 2023. Once again, we're hashtagging HL, the number four, T am I folks, if you're a modern investor, seeking some historical perspective in these interesting times, well, once again, you're in the right place. This week we'll be toasting fall, conquering Gaul, and wordsmithing a wizard.
1: But first, the news.
0: Well, fall is here and after a week of exploring southern Bavaria, hang on, let me change my virtual hat. There we go. Uh, exploring Southern Bavaria and savoring the culture at Oktoberfest, it's time to get back to work and catch up on the latest economic updates. Last week, the housing market showed that affordability challenges are the new issue. Single-family homes experienced an 8.7% drop in August sales attributed to the rise in mortgage rates. Now, while sales remain 24.3% higher than their lows in July of 2022, they still fall short of the peak seen in 2020. Again, the primary challenge plaguing the U.S. housing market is affordability, with mortgage rates up by 30% on average since the Federal Reserve's tightening cycle began. On the income and spending front, some encouraging news emerged. Personal income saw a 0.4% increase in August, marking a 4.8% year-over-year growth. Private sector wages and salaries also grew by 0.5% in August, with an impressive 5.6% year-over-year increase. And finally, consumer spending showed some resilience there, too, growing by 0.4%. But really, last week's center stage was taken up by GDP, not Q2, which held steady at 2.1% after final estimates. It's Q3 that's stealing the spotlight right now with the Atlanta Fed's GDP Now model predicting a real GDP growth rate of 4.9% this quarter. That would mark the fastest growth rate since the early days of the COVID recovery. That news, along with another avoidance of a government shutdown, should be the toast of the town. Prost. Next up, we'll charge the wayback machine and head back in time for this week's history lesson. But first, this word.
1: Interest rates are rising, and your annuity purchased in the last decade might not be keeping up, which means your financial plan may be falling behind. So if you own a deferred annuity, fixed, indexed, or variable worth more than $250,000, now is the time to review it and make sure it is doing all that it can for you and your financial plan. Let us help you keep your retirement on track. Introducing Victory Independent Planning. VIP turns complex financial matters into clear and confident solutions so you can relax and enjoy retirement whenever it arrives. Get the Annuity Review Kit now. This complimentary kit includes a variety of checklists, resources, and ebooks to review the fees, features, and flexibility or lack thereof in your current annuity contract. It will even help you assess your overall investment goals and the people who are offering you advice. Get the kit today, because you can't teach an old annuity new tricks. To learn how VIP can help you review your annuity, click on the link in the show notes, or go to VictoryIndependentPlanning.com. That's VictoryIndependentPlanning.com. Sign up for peace of mind today.
0: Alexa charged the Wayback Machine and set it for the year 52 B.C.
1: Charging Wayback Machine.
0: On October 3rd, 52 B.C., the leader of the Gauls, Bersinghatorix, surrendered to the Roman general Julius Caesar. Besieging the town of Lycia and working to subdue the Gauls in their own territory, Caesar found himself surrounded by their relief force. His process of investment, which is a military term, meaning to cut off escape and communications and siege warfare, had obviously failed. Now, luckily, he was tipped off to this fact by Gallic deserters. Caesar then built a second line of defensive fortifications around the town, summarily defeated the insufficient relief force, and forced the town to surrender. The Roman victory greatly expanded Roman territory and Caesar's glory, leading to his seizure of power and dictatorship in 49 BC. However, forgetting the lesson of Alicia, Caesar neglected defense in the forum and was murdered by disgruntled knife-wielding senators. See, defense matters. Indeed, in the most overused sports cliche of all time, some have said that it wins championships. Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. Here are four lessons to keep in mind from Caesar's conquering of Gaul. First, defend yourself. Part of your investment process must be figuring out and implementing defensive tactics, especially now as it seems we're continually under siege from one thing or the other. But the good news is, with short-term treasury bills yielding north of 5%, it is easier to defend yourself than it was just a year ago. Next, information is power. Caesar valued intelligence and obviously it worked well for him. So do your own research. If you too wanna be able to say, Veni, vidi, vici, or I came, I saw, I conquered. Also beware of overconfidence. Caesar's overconfidence led to his downfall, literally his falling down in the Senate with a bunch of stab wounds, because he refused to believe that what was happening now wouldn't continue forever. That is recency bias. And finally, choose your oracles carefully. Yeah, Caesar ignored the soothsayer who cautioned him to beware the Ides of March. But today's soothsayers aren't anywhere near as accurate. So always be suspicious of your sources.
1: Way back machine disengaged, returning to the year 2023.
0: Finally, this week it's on to the mailbag. You've got mail. I had a message come in asking since actor Michael Gambon passed away this week at the age of 82. He's the actor who played Dumbledore in all of the Harry Potter films. What kind of sage advice from Hogwarts can be applied to investing and navigating the intricate world of finance? Listen, I'm going to be fully honest here. I'm not a big Harry Potter fan. I've seen a couple of the movies, and I think I read one of the books. But we'll dive in. We'll grab some quotes from Dumbledore and see where it leads us. First quote, it does not do to dwell on dreams and forget to live. I like that one. Dumbledore's words here are reminding us of the importance of staying grounded in reality while pursuing our financial dreams, like retirement. While investing, it's crucial to set clear, achievable goals and not get carried away by grandiose fantasies. An investment strategy based on realistic goals is almost always going to yield better results. Quote, our choices show what we truly are far more than our abilities. Yeah, and finance your investment choices reveal your true financial character. Instead of focusing solely on your investment abilities or seeking shortcuts to quick riches, you really wanna make thoughtful investment choices that align with your values and your long-term objectives. Quote, happiness can be found even the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. Amen, market downturns like dark times can be distressing. But staying invested and adopting a long-term perspective can often help you find growth opportunities, even in adverse conditions. Remember to focus on your financial goals and not be swayed by short-term fluctuations. Quote, nitwit, blubber, oddment, tweak. Okay, whimsical words, but it's Dumbledore's reminder of the value of eccentricity. And yeah, that also applies to investing. Don't be afraid to be a little bit unconventional And don't be afraid to think outside the box. Quote, words are, in my not so humble opinion, our most inexhaustible source of magic. Yeah, communication is indeed a magical tool when it comes to investing. So by all means, stay informed, ask questions and seek advice. But also be careful and stay out of the infinite abyss of social media, the internet and 24-hour television. There is very little magic to be found there. Quote, the best of us sometimes eat our words. Ah, the lost art of humility. Dumbledore's humility reminds us that even the wisest investors can make mistakes. It's crucial to acknowledge and learn from your errors. Always avoid doubling down out of pride or fear. Instead, adapt your strategy and move on. Albeit with newfound wisdom. Dumbledore's wisdom transcends the boundaries of fantasy and it offers us here a few valuable lessons that can be applied to the investing world. You can build a solid financial future by staying grounded, making good strategic choices, embracing the occasional unconventional idea, most importantly, learning from your mistakes. just as Hogwarts students trusted Dumbledore's guidance you can rely on some of these lessons to navigate the complex and ever-changing landscape of finance. Hopefully turning your investment journey into a truly magical experience. Rest in peace, Michael Gambon. Well, my fellow historians, that's all for this week. Check out my book, History Lessons for the Modern Investor. That's available still on Amazon.com. And be sure to do all the social stuff, like us share this episode and follow us wherever you get your podcasts we're available on substack spotify apple Podcasts, and youtube so pretty much wherever you get your pods you can follow us until next week when we'll take another rollicking romp through the past and make an investment in your financial future with history lessons for the modern investor see you next week